0: Welcome to Member Spotlight here on Business Radio X. It's brought to you by the Gwinnett Chamber of Commerce. And this weekly or monthly show, we highlight a member of the Gwinnett Chamber each month. And on this show today, we have uh, Daniel Tyndall with Swanee Town Florist. He'll be our guest. I'm Mike Salmond. Trey is producing. And we welcome you to the program. Uh, Daniel, thanks for coming in this morning.
1: Hey, thanks for having
0: me. The name of the company is Swanee Town Florist. And uh, talking to you before the show, I understand you've been in business now for... Five years. Yep. Open the first location. Tell us about Swanee Town Floors. Where we can find you, and, and and what your company does.
1: So we're a um we're a we call it a full service flower boutique. We have a shop there in downtown Swanee, right outside of ton, uh, Swanee Town Center, in a little house, the old Swanee post office up on a hill. So that's our retail space, and then our production studio is a little bit further down the road. So we are what you think of when you think of a traditional flower shop. Um, we've just tried to kind of. Um, update everything a little bit and go with a little more contemporary look and feel to all of that we do. Um, we also specialize in corporate gifting. Mm -hmm. So we work with businesses to help them actually brand out the uh, flowers, plants, and gifts that they do when they're rewarding employees, um, when they are celebrating a team member, um, when they're going for, you know, a sale something like that. We've tried to kind of work with businesses. I came from corporate America. Mm-hmm. So I really understand what, it, you know, the needs are in terms of a business. And so that's kind of our, our real, you know, passion, you know, as well as everything that we do for, you know, the everyday customer. I mean, you can come in and buy flowers to get out of the doghouse. We get a lot of those. Um, and you can also, you know, order your holiday stuff. We do a lot of funeral work. Um, but, you know, we also work with businesses and that's really what's kind of thrusting us into the next um, the next phase of our business.
0: I asked you before the show, I said, what's the most popular holiday for flowers? I, I figured it was either Valentine's or, or Mother's Day.
1: Yeah, Mother's Day is, Valentine's Day is more painful for us. Uh, Mother's Day is more popular, but Mother's Day, you get to spread it out over the course of about a week. Um, mm-hmm. Either one of them, we see about a 400 to 500% increase in our mm-hmm. daily volume. Um, Valentine's Day, you have to execute perfectly on one day. You don't get the luxury. You don't want to be that guy that sends flowers a day early or a day late. So we have to get it all out. And then Mother's Day, you know, really people, it's just that, kind of that thoughtful gesture. I, from a business perspective, Mother's Day is a lot better because you don't have the kind of markup that you have at Valentine's Day. So our our suppliers, actually, people are always saying, you know, the that the florists love to jack the price up around Valentine's Day. And actually, we see the cost of materials go up. Um, anywhere from, you know, three to 400%. Wow. I mean, I literally see the cost of a rose triple Um, on, and we try and keep those costs down as, eat as much of that increase as we can. So a lot of the increases that you see, at least from us, I mean, it doesn't really reflect the increase in cost of goods. I understand. So Mother's Day is amazing. I mean.
0: Yeah. You can't forget Mother's Day. Yeah.
1: You got sweet old ladies. I love delivering to sweet old ladies. I mean, it's, it's a lot of fun what we get to do. And you really get to see an experience that around a holiday like Mother's Day.
0: And you say right around 80 percent of your business right now is, is delivery compared to about 20 percent of people walking in and, and walking yeah. out with flowers.
1: Yeah, you've seen in the in, industry wide, we've seen a huge shift. I say this like I've been in it for 30 years. But I mean, I like to study kind of the, the trends in our industry. And I think that grocery stores, the big box stores, the fact that you can walk in and buy flowers has changed what people think of a flower shop. And so we are like the ultimate last minute gift, I say. We're a gift for people that live out of state. You know, I'm the worst. I forget my mother-in-law, hopefully she doesn't hear this, you know, until the day before Mother's Day. And I'm like, crap, I got to send her something. (laughs) And so you're going to call a florist. We can get something same day, you know, or at least like next day. Even, you know, with how far Amazon's come. But um, if you're looking for just some, you know, blooms or to grab something, you go to Kroger and, and that sort of thing. So we're trying to change that. We're trying to educate our consumers. We're trying to offer them unique different things. We really have an artistic approach to flowers and we try, all of our designers go through extensive training. I'm always harping on them to stay on top of the latest trends. We get our flowers imported from all over the world. So we have a different product and we're trying to get people to stop by and really see what that is. But for now, yeah, I'm in a good 80, 20 split.
0: And I would think to, a little bit more to your point that if you go to a flower shop, it shows that you're giving a little bit more thought to the gift as opposed to running into a Walmart and, and grabbing a dozen roses or whatever.
1: Yeah. When you post your Walmart flowers on Facebook, I judge you. Um, I'm just <laughs> going to be honest. Anyone who knows may know that. Um, no, I mean, and, and that's we are a business of emotions. I mean, we really embrace that idea. Um, We try and put thoughtful gestures across everything. I mean, down to the packaging, to the vases that we use, we've switched away from clear glass to, you know, reusable like planters and stuff like that. But I mean, there's really something that I remember the first time I was having, um, recovering from like tonsil surgery or something that someone, my aunt sent me flowers or my grandmother. I mean, you remember those moments. There's something really special about opening the door and someone handing you flowers. Um, And I, I, you know, that's something that the big guys just can't deliver on.
0: I saw something, I think it was on Shark Tank recently, where they, 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 they were pitching a, a company that offers flowers that never die. Yeah, I, th- How, I mean, is that even affecting the flower industry? Is, yeah. You're not in a dying industry, or uh, I guess, technically. No,
1: I actually read a really interesting um, article about someone that, you know, that's marketing the fact that flowers die as a benefit. And I thought that was interesting, that was but, something
0: what the, the, the sharks actually said that 's actually yeah well,
1: I mean, yeah. think about how many times you 've gotten a gift that you have to act like you love and you really don 't want to sit out. Flowers, you know i mean they they're they're great it 's like an amazing meal, you know you 're willing to spend the money, you get to experience it, you get to think back on it, but you don 't have to take home with you you know i'm I'm one of those experiential gifters, like I love to have an experience, a memory. In terms of those roses i don't I have not willing to invest four to six hundred dollars in a box of roses to find out if they truly last. I read the reviews um I think a lot can be said to some of the online reviews that you know question the authenticity um I do know that we treat our roses with a lot of uh solutions and things like that to really get the maximum longevity. There are also tents and dips and dyes and stuff you can put on that can preserve a rose to where while it's not alive, it looks and feels alive. So I'm not sure I buy that they're alive. And I don't want to talk too negatively because who knows in two years, I may be selling those, you know, <laughs> I've learned to be careful what you say, but I don't, you know. And the other thing, I mean, it's a box of roses. I mean, there's not much more to it. The the, the incredible thing about flowers is, I mean, we're always getting in something that even we haven't seen before. You're looking at them and you're just amazed and or you're seeing a picture of, I I saw one yesterday with these flowers that grow native in Iceland that someone had brought in for a a multicultural wedding. And I'm like, what are those? You know, roses are amazing, but I feel like there's so much more out there. I I wouldn't want to get a box of just roses.
0: We're talking with Daniel Tindall. He's the owner of Swanee town florist here on member spotlight, the Gwinnett chambers monthly radio show. And, and uh, Daniel is one of the members of the chamber, but, but talking to you, I can hear the passion about flowers, but you have an interesting story. As you mentioned earlier, you came from the corporate world and decided to, to start your own flower business. Why did you decide to do this?
1: Um, okay, the first three years in business, I would have said because I'm a sucker. I come from, so my dad, Perry Tindall, who's also a chamber member, and I think I, I know of involvement in the Gwinnett Chamber since I was, you know, a, a little kid. I mean, he he's always been involved, um, had his own business. I was turning 28. Um, we were actually down at a, um, their manager meeting. My, my mom was there and I just had this epiphany that my dad was around 28 when he started his company. Um, I've always seen the passion that he had. And while I really appreciated the opportunities they gave me, I, I, I didn't have that passion. And I really wanted I, the idea of having my own business, of building something great appealed to me. And so we decided right then and there, they were actually the ones who brought it up. I had been doing friends' weddings. I had done a couple of corporate events for them. It went from something they thought of as, you know, neat and nifty to, to seeing a real talent in me. And um we found a shop there in Swanee uh that was for sale. And that was Floristique. That was the first business that we bought. And I literally left the manager's meeting, drove home, met the lady that owned that business three days later just went in to kind of shadow her for a couple of days. And I said, this is it. This is what I want to do. This is what I want to be great at. And, um, you know.
0: It's yeah. a great story because because the, the Tyndalls are a well-known family in the business community here in Gwinnett County. And you could have just stayed there your whole life if you wanted to, but you, you followed your passion.
1: Well, I got to say that, and and this is for my dad and his business partners. It was always about really trying to push us to find what we were passionate about, you know, the opportunities were there. And had I, I said, I wanted to, you know, one day, you know, run the all good empire, then that's what I would have done. But I mean, I look at all of their kids and, you know, some are athletes, uh, I think one's a nurse. I mean, it's always been find something that you love and,
0: and be great at it. That says a lot about your dad too. Mm-hmm. say, no, no, you need to take over the business one day and no, know- I want you to find what you really love and, and you found it and, and you can hear the passion. One of the things you're probably not passionate about, I know you get asked this every once in a while is, uh, with the, I guess we call them bridezillas when you have to work with the brides and the weddings.
1: Yeah. So, okay. Floristic is our Floristic weddings and events is our wedding side of things. Um, we do, we've done in one year, I think close to about a hundred weddings. Uh, I think brides are great. I always give them an excuse because it's a stressful time of year. You know, but if I didn't do another wedding again, it wouldn't be a set.
0: Okay, so you're being very measured with your words. Mm-hmm. I can tell. So okay, uh,
1: they, they can be crazy. We've had one one uh, we had one bride one time who was harping on about how her flowers looked like something that came from Publix, and you know, someone in there might have taken her flowers, handed her a check, and told her to go to Publix. I mean, they get very diva-ish. I, I'll, I'll be honest though, the worst <laughs> are if you have a very involved husband. Or mother or mother in law. But um, no, I mean, our customers for the most part are great. And yes. we haven't really had that many bad experiences.
0: Another question I know you get all the time What's your favorite flower? And you made a joke earlier about, you know, that's like asking a kid what his favorite candy is. How do you, yeah, how do you answer uh, yeah, that? Yeah,
1: I always say that's like asking a fat kid what his favorite flavor of ice cream was. And I was a fat kid, so I'm not like making fun of fat kids. I don't think I can answer that. I mean, like, we actually have all of our flowers imported from all over the world. So, we get lists every week from farms in New Zealand, Thailand. Um, we get bouquets in from the rainforests, um, Italy. I love Italian ranunculus season. And you see these things and I just, I'm like, I, I flower nerd out. I mean, it's it's so much fun. Um, but I do have an ever-growing list of flowers that I hate. And they're always because of some bad experience, you know. Um, uh, stargazers, they're a lily. They're incredibly fragrant. People love or hate them. I needed them for a wedding. They're really hard to get to to bloom open and I actually had to take, I've never told this bride this, but um, the petals and glue the flower together to where it looked like a real flower and put them in her bouquet because I couldn't get them to bloom out. So I have horror stories with individual flowers, but for the most part, I love everything we get to use.
0: It's all part of the experience.
1: Oh yeah. I mean, it's cool. And that's, we, we get asked a lot too about, you know. Uh, I think that it's great in one sense that you know um, a lot of the the grocery stores and and the big chains and stuff like that have brought flowers to the everyday consumer. Because 30 years ago, if you wanted flowers, you had to use the local florist. I feel like there's a, a social awareness about flowers now that we maybe you know they they're not quite a, as luxury of an item. But one of the disservices is the fact that they're dealing in such a volume; they don't take the time to really to really. Um, you know, take care of the flowers to give you the longevity out of it. People say oftentimes flowers only last two or three days. We are constantly hearing from people tell us our flowers last for two or three weeks. Mm -hmm. One of the reasons is because we actually have stuff grown for us on farms. On Monday, when we get our product in, it was cut on Friday. It was flown into Miami. It was trucked up to us. So we are literally using the freshest flowers from all over the world. And we also take a lot of steps to make sure that those have been properly cured um, that there's flower food and things like that that go into it. We expect it, while it is a gift, that inevitably has a you know uh, an end date to it. I guess we we expect it to last as long as possible. Everything we do is guaranteed seven days. Our roses are guaranteed ten days. Um, but I'm always hearing from customers. We actually got a call on Monday mm-hmm. um, that had uh, from a lady who received her Mother's Day flowers the Wednesday before Mother's Day, and they just had to take the first flower out of the arrangement. Still looked good. So, I mean, I, and I think that's the florist difference and that's definitely, you know, the Swanee town florist
0: difference. That's great. We're talking with uh, Daniel Tyndall, Swanee town florist, uh, a, a, a flower nerd in your own words. Mm-hmm. You guys recently, or for the past year now, have been a part of the, the Gwinnett chamber and obviously this being the chamber show. Tell us about how that membership has worked out for you.
1: I can't say enough great things. I mean, and it's one of the things that my only regret is that we didn't join earlier. And I mean, when you're a small business and you have to do everything, I didn't have the time. Now I have an incredible team that lets me get more involved. We have people that call us at least once a week that say, y'all are the florist for the chamber, right? Um, just because we have tried to be at every business after hours, um, we sponsor the glow events. We, you know, any opportunity, we actually just had a lot of the ladies from um, the chamber in this past week, we do wine and design classes. So they're like those get drunk and paint classes. But it's get drunk and make flower arrangement, and so they actually stopped by and we did one of those classes with them, um, and that sort of it, it's it's been remarkable. I mean, it's it I can't say enough. And I mean, I get it. My dad always told me that the, one of the biggest keys to all good success was his involvement with the chamber, and that he got involved with the chamber early on. And I, no doubt, I mean, we and not only not only customers of us, but but some of our new vendors that we've made relationships that we've made through there. I mean, that have really helped us grow our business and in such a short amount of time.
0: Yeah. That's great. And it's funny how it works when, when you're younger, dad doesn't know anything. When you're older, you realize, you know what? Dad knew what he was talking about. I'm not giving him that much credit.
1: Okay. <laughs> I mean, no. And it's true. And I will say though, I'm going to quote him. He doesn't know. I know this. My mom told me, but he did say that the best thing to happen to our business was him getting out of the way. So I'm calling you on that, Perry. I think that it's, it's the flower business is an interesting beast because we're a little bit retail. We're a little bit service. We're a little bit of a lot of things and it's been a learning experience. I've had to fail a lot to learn and it's, it, it, they've been remarkable and fortunately haven't been catastrophic, but I will say I, to anyone that has any sort of, of doubt or reservation that the chamber is, is integral to our business. And it's definitely something that you get in what or you get out what you put in. right. I'm encouraging my whole staff, any chance we get for any event,
0: you know, we're going to show up to You have two current locations right now. Tell us where they are.
1: Our first, our our retail shop is on Beaufort Highway. We're right outside of Swanee Town Park, the town center there. We're not part of that um, development. We're in a little house about a quarter of a mile, uh, what are we, south on Beaufort Highway. Our studio space is up the road. So really that's just our production center, but that's also where we house floristic weddings and events. So if you're getting married, Um, or, you know, need flowers for a corporate event or something, we'll have you down there and we can kind of show off our inventory and actually let you get hands-on with the flowers when you're designing for, you know, your event. And and corporate is a big part of your business. Huge, huge. And, And that's why we joined the chamber. We're really trying to get businesses to think of flowers more than just an employee had a death in the family. We've started actually working with some businesses individually to brand out the arrangements. So let's say your company colors are... Orange and white. So when you give flowers to someone, let's put something tasteful together, orange and white. There's a chamber member that's colors are red, white, and blue. So every time that someone passes away, they send a red and white funeral spray. So even though it doesn't have their logo right on the front of it, at least people know that's kind of a nod to our business. So.
0: All right. Talk about your service area for those that are living in the Atlanta area, but also those that are living anywhere in the country that may be listening to the show as well. And, and they've got relatives here in this area. What parts of Atlanta do you serve?
1: So we serve greater Granite County is what we say. So the the Swanee area surrounding cities, Johns Creek, it's growing. We've really put a lot of effort into our own design aesthetic and people are wanting our arrangements. And so it used to be that you would just send them to a shop in a neighboring town. We really don't have that luxury anymore. We have to get our arrangements in the hands of people. For businesses, we have an affiliation with other flower shops. We've kind of created our own network of shops that we feel are the caliber that we are, that we will facilitate their order. So if you need to order for someone out of state, just give us a call. In terms of the local consumer, we encourage everyone to look up online, read the reviews, find a local shop in the city that you're wanting to send flowers to and to call out there. And if they ever need a recommendation call, my staff will pull up find a good forest and send you their way.
0: Well, let's go ahead and give that contact information and the website for sure for people that would like to order flowers.
1: Yeah, if you want to reach out to us, our phone number is 678-482-0229. Our website, www.swanneytownforest.com and that's town with an E. Um, and then of course, you can find us on Facebook. We always are updating what we've got going on when our latest wine design classes. Um, the latest nonprofit that we're working with that month, all of that stuff's on our Facebook page.
0: Well, continue, uh, continued success. Congratulations on everything you've done so far. And I'm, I'm, it's, it's, it's really fun to watch you grow and and uh, keep it going. And thank you for joining us here on the show. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Daniel Tyndall, the owner of uh, Swanee Town Florist here on Member Spotlight. And uh, a reminder also to check out GwinnettChamber.org if you yourself would like to look into uh, joining the chamber and having just some of the success that Daniel's had with Swanee Town Florist. Also, don't forget, you can listen to the show anytime you want, 24-7, by going to BusinessRadioX.com. Select the Gwinnett Studio, and then select Member Spotlight. You'll see this show and all our previous shows as well right there. It's under the archives. So, for Trey and uh, the rest of the team here at Business Radio X, I'm Mike, and we'll see you next time here on Member Spotlight.